Welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. And this week we begin our sojourn into the Dragon Age universe. Into Paths Unknown. Paths Unknown. But before we do that though, let's talk about the far, far future. Um, we've got a couple of 2018 fall. You will see. Theoretically. Theoretically. For theoretically. The anthem release. A couple of new tidbits come out. We're just keeping an eye on, on the subreddit and whatnot. And there's just been endless boring speculation about stuff we don't know. Yeah. It's like, yeah. people, what do you, anyway, people yeah. enjoy doing that, I suppose. They do. A couple of things we do know, though, is that the world Anthem is set on is not Earth. And there will be uh, one hub city. There's been no, actually, no confirmation of any other hub cities yet. It's still just yeah. the one, as far as we know. Yeah. Um, it's going to be first person in the hub and third person for the combat. Yeah. Which I think is a good mix it up. Yeah. I think as well, like first person when you're actually in the city, that's where a lot of detail and stuff is. Yeah. You want to be up close yeah. and face to face with people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the NPC conversations in first person would be much better. Yep. And you don't have to do the cutaway anymore to cut into like a, a, a movie style cinematic to, yeah. to, to, to draw people in yeah. kind of thing. So because yeah. you're already right there ready to go. So that, that's a good good one there. And the composer that did uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, coming it's coming back. back to do more stuff. Not that I particularly remember. No. Uh, no, the music was quite... I felt very swords and sorcery and Templars in metal plate armour when I listened to the Inquisition music. Yeah. Like the, the main theme. The main theme. It I'd, was very evocative of its, yeah. of its um, setting. Maybe that's... A good sign of a soundtrack that it's yeah. it, it but um, it bet it fit with the with the game with the it didn't theme of the draw, game. draw yeah. you out or anything like that. So <laughs> that's our new anthem update. Yes, that's done. So and that's, I, I've got yeah. I've got an, a further update oh. on the anthem because oh. I've just cracked out Destiny again. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. it it is a really good game. It Destiny. actually it mm-hmm. it is so much fun to play. So. And the stuff about it that's pants is the stuff that Bioware is good at. So, mm. yeah, maybe a Destiny clone's not such a bad thing after all. I've been really enjoying yeah. playing Destiny again. And I've, what I've noticed on the subreddit is a lot of Destiny players coming over and following it and being very excited about the game. Yeah, so we okay. might see a good chunk of, like... Uh, uh, when you, I mean, when you sort of game like that, you want a huge pool of players. The more players, the better. Yes. Really. So if they're willing to come across and give it a go, at least that's yeah, a good yeah. sign yeah. Um, yeah. that it's capturing them. Although I did find it interesting in that you, you've seen that clip of the Anthem reveal with if actual gamers were playing it with yes. the dialogue. Yes, And yes. one of them says, why do we even buy this game if there's no PvP in it? <laughs> so I think a lot of the Destiny players would be like that. Yeah, that could be that could be a problem. Well, it, I don't. Is think it con- it's a problem. There's no confirmed. Oh, they haven't confirmed anything. anything but but I'm that, sure no. they multiplayer. They crammed multiplayer into Mass Effect. Yeah, there's going to be Some PvP sort of P- cru- crucible equivalent yep. arena batch battles in. Anthem, Have to be. I'm I can't sure. imagine there'd be any reason not to no. put it in. Okay, maybe the only reason would be um, crossplay. Qu- yeah, crossplay. Yeah, that would hamper and equipment balancing as well. I think. Yes. <clears throat> the thing yes. the thing that I'm quite excited about which Destiny doesn't have is which they they tease in the teaser the like he gets a mortar and he chucks a mortar onto the shoulder of his mm. of his what are they called um javelin javelins and the other one's obviously got a like a multi-missile rack that mm-hmm. fires out and if you can actually get 
like really significantly different bits of kit that you equip on your javelin, that would be pretty cool, but that would be really hard to balance in multiplayer. Mm. Like imagine if you've got one dude with that mortar on his shoulder mm. and the other team's just destroyed with one attack. Yeah. It kind of screams for a separate multiplayer game with a separate yeah, with builds separate, and yeah, whole different and, yeah. let the PvE is go and crazy. I, w- I would rather that be the case than they hamper the single or the, the, the communal co-op mm. play where I'm really – I would think that could be quite exciting if you get like – Missile launchers and mortars and laser-guided things, and you get all sorts of different kit yep. that will make your javelins really unique and different from the other ones. I think that'd be smart. I think, I think it'd be really, really smart cool. to do something like that. And, of course, the RNG gods will be brutal and all the good stuff mm. will be locked behind epic or legendary mm. loot drops. I wonder but how bad that, that's going to be. pretty rewarding. I remember finding my first purple item playing World of Warcraft mm, and how excited exciting. I was. Yeah, what, what did I get? Um... Oh, it was like an ice sword that I got. I, I got sold a, it for like I don't know a lot of gold. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I got I got a purple ring off yeah. a wolf yeah. near where the thunder the thunder peak dwarves were with the the griffins and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a wolf running around yeah, there, and the wild dropped the boom. purple ring. You must have eaten a traveler at some yeah, point. It didn't. It didn't dilute my excitement in receiving my first purple item. No, no. But mine was just some random mob as well. It wasn't anything special. Just dropped yeah. on the ground. Yeah, just Boom. bizarre. Love it. Well, that, and that's a good thing about RNGs. That, that's what they're going for, isn't it? When you do get that win, yeah, you go, you really ooh, dopamine, yeah. please. Yeah, have some more of that, out. thank you. Yeah. No, RNG God says no. You will get a dick in a box from <laughs> yes. here on out. Yes, <laughs> will. Oh, 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 it's a pretty box. It's, oh, it's uh, another dick in a box. Damn. <laughs> this one, maybe this one. It's going to be different this time, surely. No, it's another dick in a box. Chances are. <laughs> chances are. All right, well... Now, to a game that uses a lot of RNG, of course, but no loot boxes, I don't think. Unless the multiplayer in Inquisition oh, has loot yeah, boxes. Yeah, yeah. It's got, oh, it's got loot boxes out of the wazoo. <laughs> really? Don't you worry. That's exactly uh, the same system Effect. as Mass Effect okay. multiplayer. Yeah, that was yeah. a poor segue then, wasn't it? It was a terrible segue. <laughs> the single player. The single player. Has no loot boxes. loot boxes. But it still has RNG gods. Yeah, yeah. There's some fixed loot. Yep, yep. But... And it gives you some some methods of like buying loot from from vendors, like the Blood Dragon armor and stuff. You can just buy, yeah. which is nice. I, I, I don't mind. When there's a bit of a combination of here's one path that's just luck, yeah. which is awesome, yep. and then here's another path here's that another you have path. to work something towards yeah. getting it. Yep. And we so, can guarantee you're going to get this powerful item. Yeah, exactly. But one thing I feel I need to say at this point is hmm. the Dragon Dragon has not got loot right. In what, what way do you say? I've played all three. Yeah, I've played all three just recently, and. Yeah. It's so hard to work out what a bit of kit does in Dragon Age. Yes. And yes. they're also lackluster. They're not exciting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not exciting. And I think they did improve it going like from, from one, two, and three. It gets easier as it goes along. Yes. With number three, you can now get a, a tool tip that sort of has these ones are up, these ones are down. Yeah. You know, but it's not like I've currently got a plus one sword. Yeah. And now I can get a plus one sword that also shoots fireballs mm. or I can get a plus two sword. Okay. Well, I can clearly see what the difference between those two things are and how they compare to my current equipment. As opposed to this gives you plus 2% mana regen and plus 1%. Uh, the, it lacks a The bonuses are very- Fantastical. Obs- yeah, the bonuses are really obscure yeah. and very hard to work out well, what- impact is that actually going to have on my character? I remember in Baldur's Gate 2, 
I ra- I rolled with a um. A, you had to make your own. Had to make this sword called the Equalizer. Yes. And it did more damage to the enemy based on how far away it was from two neutral on its alignment. Oh. So like you know the chaotic yeah, evil yeah. and the lawful goods would take the most amount of damage. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. So like you say, like it's um, <clears throat> it's just different you know yeah. maybe and it's a good what it weapon does. or a bad weapon or whatever but it's at least it's interesting yeah, if you're it's fighting different other than other. people then that doesn't really care all the all the arm is very very mmo like where it's a very fixed like you have a certain amount of stats that you want to reach and then you can yeah. max it kind of thing and go up the stat tree yeah. kind of thing that's sort of the way it's designed yeah yeah it's definitely not and that didn't blow me away and the crafting oh the crafting i forgot how bad i the crafting's not bad. I just found it's like it's a really good concept, but sticking you can stick metal in this one or you can stick leather in this one and Is that that's like mostly number three? Yeah, yeah. Number three, different. sorry. Yeah, number three crafting. Yeah, number one. Well I think again they went I think it got better as it went, as through, it went through. Kind of. It's interesting. Okay, so like in, in Origins you've got the concept of your characters in your party have a skill of yes. whatever. Yes. And you have to go and also then farm whatever materials you need for that particular character to make to make the um the things thing whatever it is. Yeah. In Awakening, they added in the sort of uh, the, the basic idea of you find nodes out in the world, and then that will then equip your army yep. kind of stuff. Yep. The crafting's still the same, but they introduced that that idea that yeah, they put in Dragon Age Two of have yeah. a node, and then you use a and city you got unlimited like a resources sort of, uh, of that. Yeah, which I thought. Especially because two set in the city, yeah, yep. you'd have a city supplier for your potions or whatever yes, you're buying. I thought that would. was that was a really good way of not having to farm. Yes, no, I did like that. You know, because if you don't, I think farming only works if there's more than one avenue to use the material. Like I can sell it and get money back, or I can use yeah. it for other things other than just crafting. Yeah, I think it's again, it's, it's more of that MMO style of crafting than yeah. it's like for a single player game. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. Um, no auction houses for me to put no. put the stuff on. You know, no, that to I, put that your pick twenty heavy stuff. leather on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And number three, I think it kind of went back to that gathering, which I really didn't, I didn't like. No, I I thought that the was, only thing I did like about it was you could make some of the items look really, really fancy. But then often, yeah, like you can get nice shimmery purple armor. But then often you would then go and apply another thing to it, and it would. Revert all the color changes. So I think the whole it was slightly over convoluted for what it yeah. needed to be. Well, I think the whole thing, and this goes for Mass Effect as well. All games, I think, need to get rid of the idea that a piece of armor has a certain look to it because it's just boring. Yeah. Because even I won't fight up my Inquisition game to yep. play around with the crafting, particularly, just to have a look at it. And I'm like, I have the best piece of armor I can create. Yeah. But it doesn't look that great yeah. what does look great is the one that's three tiers down yes that one's and awesome that and look. what look I want that, that look but with these stats like please can in, in so for dragon age 4 yeah. may i pretty please have some sort of skill or ability or magic tome that i can take one piece of armor and make it look like another piece of armor that well, i own. what when you think about crafting what you should be able to do and this is what i've always thought crafting should is you find for you, in your example, you find a piece of armor that you like, but it doesn't have the stats that you want. But then you find another piece of armor that's got the stats you want. You craft those stats onto the piece of armor that you like. I look, you know, yeah, that's totally one way to do it. I mean, Guild Wars Two does it where you basically you have the item with the stats that you want, and you can give it the skin. Yeah. 
of yeah. what that functionally does in the game is it gives you the item that, that you want the skin of and just copies all the stats yeah, over. Copies all the stats over. Yeah. So the item actually physically becomes the one that you had. Um, you could do uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic. Yes, with has the orange gear shells that you yeah. buy, and then you just put your three put your sets of them. three or four sets of things in it. Fine, happy to do that too. Don't care. Yeah. Just decouple yeah, looks the, this, this with the stats. Specific thing looks like this, and yeah. if you want those stats, this is what it's, it's going to look like. And I know it's like a, it's more congruent to the world, but in this case, I'm like. I give Dagna a spell of illusion that lets me make the yes. arm look like whatever I want. Yes. Well, I was lucky because I liked I liked the Templar plate that I had Cassandra uh, rocking around in. Yep. I thought it looked yep. really cool. Okay. So that was okay, I was happy then. that that was the stats that I wanted. Yeah. But you're yep, right. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes you don't want that look, but you really do want that yeah. kit. So if they bring back, um, I don't know, uh, like it depends how they do the crafting what, but I don't want to go around collecting a thousand rash No, just nodes. Just yeah. nodes? Let me find a node and unlock yeah. it? Just like the quarries and things that you but do But then you have to well? change, like the, the, the reason that didn't work with um, Inquisition was because you had leather and stuff. So you can't find a, a leather node. I found no. this this source of sheep that gives me continuously then, August ram leather. Yeah. Then just, then I suppose you need, a, you need some sort of cost with yeah, it then. So then just. It. Yeah. Make, I mean, Inquisition, you could t- totally do something where you um, have some of your fortress dedicated to crafters well, yeah, or and that's the to stuff that they were talking about doing. Something. And again, to uh, cut corners, they took it out. But yeah, yep. they, they, that's much that's much better crafting that kind of stuff than just go and collect 50 of these and 40 of these and what can you make out of that? That's, yeah. yeah, it's not, it and doesn't you float my boat. cool drops and stuff from from creatures that you can farm and do it that way where you fight things to get the piece that you want yeah kind of thing as long as they give you some direction on where that yeah, where particular drop is yeah. going to come from yeah like have like your rare mage guy who knows all about all ancient things and say oh if you go and find me some dragon teeth go check this particular yeah. part of the map and you'll go and you go and kill them that, and that'd be okay and there's but, only two items that are going to use that dragon tooth so then yeah it's not yeah or well, there's 16 items and you either get yeah you've got to farm 16 of them and that could be your only two fantastical element to it so you basically you pick your materials and like whether what's how much you spend on the materials gives you base stats. Yeah. And then your special item gives you a yeah, tactical yeah. element Vampire, to- like life drain or yeah. faster mana recharge yeah, or yeah. they explode on a critical hit or- a, yeah. a sword that throws fireballs. I mean- Sword that throws Except fireballs. not in Origins because fireballs hurt your team party members, so- Yes. No. Brutal. Did party damage on. Dangerous. <laughs> dangerous. Very dangerous. Um, but yeah, so- I didn't really dig the crafting in any of them. No, I didn't do the I crafting. I definitely think in Inquisition is a good stat. If they got rid of yeah the the gathering, but there's so much, and there's so many things you can craft. Like there's that just nineteen different types me. of swords and thirteen uh, different types of daggers and so many different types of everything. Uh, and see, this is where if you decouple, that's only because you've got. All the styles linked with the yeah, stats and stuff. If you yeah, decouple that stuff off, that. then you have one screen for how you look, yeah. and one screen for just picking the right materials to build your light. And why couldn't and you just armor. yeah just build a blade? And you got these three different types of ways you can build blades. Now I can stick that blade on a dagger or a sword or an axe head. I know yeah. how to make the blade types now. Now you've got the yeah. they kind of did it with the hafts. 
Yeah, the, that they the kind grips of did that. and stuff the like that. They'll yeah. add on bits. Yeah, so it's kind of to me, it's all it's all there. The it idea is that they just didn't execute it quite right. Yeah, right about. I think would be much better. And you know yeah. what? Like, got stuck in origin in Awakenings as well because Awakenings like you basically have a new map. You don't can't go back to the original right, map yeah. or locations yeah. or anything. Wanted to make a whole bunch of um, stamina potions. There's no unlimited. Uh, guy to buy the uh, mushrooms off in there. Oh so basically, the tip is to, before you import your character, yeah, go and buy a whole bunch it. and then move it over. And I'm like, is that really... Yeah, you shouldn't have thing? to do that. Just give me the... That's gaming the game. Yeah, exactly. I don't like it when you game the game. It's just silly, yeah. isn't it? Awakenings was really good, though. I was surprised at how much in that expansion... Um, it came forwards like you've got uh, a dwarf there rebuilding Vigil's Keep. Yep. And uh, so basically, sorry, the, the premise is that you as the Great Warden are given uh, Vigil's Keep, which is Lord Edmund Rowe, Rowe uh, the guy who kills your family if you play the noble- Play the noble uh, human. Human yep. storyline. He's yep. the guy who kills your family. Okay. Yep. Uh, so at the end of the game, Alistair gives you- His family. His keep, his lands yeah. and stuff. So you basically become the lord. So here you are, you're now the Great Warden, and so the Inquisitor, yeah. Yeah. having your own lands. Yeah. And you've got to give your dwarf 80 sovereigns so he can, you know, hire the men to build the wall properly and then go yeah. find him granite nodes so he can build it out of the good quality stone. Yeah, and yeah. So there's a lot of that sort of like idea of base building and you've got to go and supply, uh, secure the trade routes because the that Darkspawn is still yeah, yeah. running around and stuff. Um, that sounds quite good. Yeah, so a lot of little concepts you can sort of say, oh, okay, this is where they started to pull ideas for the next sort of games and stuff. And this also shows the different type of gamer that you are from me because my yeah. Dragon Age Origins yes. playthrough consisted of this is so this is the elf rogue start. Oh, so this is a dwarf commoner start. Yep. Oh, so this is a dwarf no I played through six starts. <laughs> before you actually played the game. No, I didn't play the game. I just played oh, through six start. different starts. Hilarious. I played through I well, I lucked out. I picked the human noble yep. my first playthrough. Yeah. And I beat the game, and then I went back and played each of the origin stories uh, yes. through. I hadn't done that yet. Uh, and um, I don't think the Human Noble is the best oh, origin really? story. I think okay. I liked it the most. I think it's got the most emotional impact. Um, the oh, mirror, the LV mirror is okay. Yeah, I thought that was a bit lame. The dwarf was quite good. Uh, you can't. Where well, your brothers are turning you, turning on you. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I guess I'm just sick of dwarven politics. There's yeah. always a bunch of insular yeah. bickering. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it, it, that's probably the second best one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I played through the first, my first playthrough was as a a warrior. Yep. Which was great because that game, because you kind of spend most time on your own character, being the tank and doing the crowd control yes. is really smart. Yeah. And to be able to take the damage and manage all that damage you got coming in, I found yeah. much easier to play. It is. So I played the wizard and, of course, it's much harder. I played so, a lot of wizard just because you have to kind of manage the wizard. Well, I ended up turning the, the party damage off. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I found I was just holding back constantly mm. because the party was always in the way. So I, thought, I know it's a good- Well, this is stupid. I'm. It's realistic. Yeah. But I'm not enjoying yeah. playing this character class at all. Yeah. So I'm going to turn the party damage off. And yeah. then I started flinging fireballs around and I felt, yeah, Ooh, this is a wizard. Going at this it. This is what I want to do. Going at it. And you played it on console? No, I played it on PC. Oh, so PC. yeah, okay. I've got, this is how I rock. I've got- Origins on PC, yeah. Dragon Age Two on Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, yeah. And Inquisition on PlayStation Four. I oh, just spread right across there, buddy. <laughs> like the not spectrum. even a little bit of overlap no, anywhere. No overlap anywhere. And you're able to get your save game from Dragon Age Two across to your PS4 for Inquisition? No, I did the tapestry. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Um, 
Yes, yes. And then on this playthrough, when I started again, I picked a, a rogue mm-hmm. just to give the rogue a go and see if it, yep. see how it goes. Um, that was interesting. It was actually not. I don't know if it was. I think it was more fun than the warrior because you do more damage. You get yes. to like run around, just yeah, taking yeah. people out. Yeah, but more difficult to play than playing the warrior by far. Yeah, okay. Just because you don't have that that smart to go and tank the right guys at the right times because yeah. that game is so it's like that strategic mode is how you have to play you have to play yeah, yeah. paused all the time yeah, pausing, yeah. well no it's good reassign. that's how the combat was designed yeah and you've just made me remember did you ever play before Dragon Age Origins came out mm. they released something I think it was called Dragon Age of the Deep Roads oh yeah the little uh, flash game yeah yeah I did play that that was yeah. actually really good I would play a full game of that uh, yeah. I really enjoyed that yeah. and it was like you said it was strat- it was very strategic yeah but it was even another level up of strategy because the map was so small mm. so yeah and I found the rogues you, you position the rogues behind the enemies much more easily and yep yep I found that was, I really really enjoyed that mm. I thought that was really good that was good. a fun little game for yeah. like there yeah they didn't do that I've done that again, haven't No, they? they stopped it. I've looked it up several times to try and find the follow-up because it's got all the follow-up stuff at the end of the game. They obviously intended yeah. it at some point to do more because you just get to the point where you've worked out that the Darkspawn have come up the, from the deep roads yeah. and leading into Dragon Age, Age Origins. Origins. But hmm. then it stopped at that point. They never released the second chapter. That's because Dragon Age 2 did so poorly, I Well, suppose. no, it wasn't. No, it was before Dragon oh, Age no, it Origins. Would be, yeah, yeah so, so it would be... Yeah. Huh. Don't know. And they did a different type of game for when Dragon Age 2 came out. It was much more action-oriented again. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They did do something, but they didn't yeah, do the they same didn't do thing. do the same thing, which really is annoying because, yeah. Well, it goes to the It was really good. I really games. enjoyed it. It was a very good Flash game, and there was mm. character depth in there, and mm. you actually had more characters that you could unlock than you could have in your party, so you actually had character choice yep. in there. It was really had that stu- stupid you, energy concept in it. I think. Yeah, and you good. could link up. Because that's the one thing Dragon Age does quite well is it links up character abilities to each, to the other characters. Mm. Like the wizard, you cast stone petrify on them yep. and then you cast magic fist and you shatter them. So they do they do all the combinations. And that deep roach did the same thing. If yep. the wizard slows him in place, then the yes. thief can do something different that he couldn't normally do. Yep, yep. I do think Dragon Age... Uh, Dragon Age series does do that well, the interaction between your different party members. Yeah, it's very smart. But in the new action combat, it's mm. nowhere near as obvious. No, and you've got to be way faster as well because yeah, you can't just, just pause it and go, oh, yeah. okay, that, that did I've, actually land. I've really seen how much difference that made, so I'm going to make sure I try and do that every time now. Exactly. You don't you don't see that. You just, yeah, it's all abstract. Yep, 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 definitely. Bring back Deep Rose. Bit- <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back. More Flash games, yeah, please. more Flash games. Come on, Bioware, what are you doing? Uh the thing was, though, the combat's a bit stodgy. In Origins? In Origins. Like, there's a lot of kind of, like, side shuffling yes. going on kind yes. of thing and trying to get to the... Ca- like, trying to get your guy to go around someone else is really yes. not easy to yes. do. You kind of have to click them around kind of thing. Yep. Uh, Bad pathfinding. Yeah. The tactics were pretty good, but... N- uh, the ones annoying. you program into your characters, yeah. yeah. But just... Tedious, yes, very tedious. I, I actually like they finally did it in Origin, uh, sorry, in Inquisition, where you could say to your like each character had their own, yeah, like they had tactics which you which were good, but they had like use health potions until there's two left, 
yeah. attack this particular like, tactic player control character yeah. or you know and that's what I really missed from Origins each one you have to, each character you have yeah. to go through and say if you're less than 50% health then use the least powerful and you have to add it yeah, to each yeah, character yeah. each time and if you change yeah. the presets I can re-add it yeah, again yeah. so I would like in the next one uh, to help combat out is to say um, more generically like to the rogue um, always help range characters yeah you know something yeah. rather than just say either me like my t- my target or help a particular teammate out just a bit more generic and say yeah. I want you to be a ranged character helper outer yeah kind of thing you yeah. know and, and stuff like that would finish be, off the target that they're weakening something like that would be good like yeah. always target the weakest enemy and things just to make them a bit smarter uh, and try to remove I, the need for the well, tactical. They, they had something like that, I'm pretty sure. But I turned that on, and what happened was mm. my rogue ended up continually running between different characters and never attacked. Oh well, because the weakest character kept changing. Uh, so see. I felt I did. I think they did have that in Inquisition, but Maybe it didn't work didn't like they well. intended. Mm. Well, as long as you all focused on the same one, then that was always the weakest one. Then it worked. But occasionally mm. with area effects spells and stuff, the weakest character would change. Yeah. And then the rogue would start running off after that character. Needs and then be- someone else would become the weakest and go running off after that yeah. character. <clears throat> that so, would be poor. Yeah, it wasn't. It needs to be, that, that needs to work, but need to be smarter. Like once you've picked it, like just, yeah, yeah. Like just DPS yeah. it down kind of thing. Yeah. And then when you pick, and when you go for the next priority, next target, pick the lowest one then and then yeah. focus on that one until it's dead and then yeah. move on, you know, would be smarter. But that 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 wasn't. I think that's improved as it went through. The my companions did feel like they were smarter. Yes, and being able to go in and just make those couple of tweaks in their tactics and say use this or don't use this. Um, maybe they dumbed it down a bit too much in Inquisition because I did like being able to say when there's five or more enemies, then use this AOE oh, yeah, effect one yeah. and things like yeah. that. I thought was really good. Yeah, if, no, if Origins was too many options and yeah. too complex. Inquisition was, was a bit not enough, simple. you know, a little bit too simple. But I did the thing I did notice with my Inquisition playthrough was that often I would, like, there'd be these really funky powers that some of the characters could get. Yeah. And I think, I don't know how that's going to be useful. But then I would see, like, Varric particularly with his, he puts a puts an arrow in the ground in a spot yeah, and then later on, at any point, he can teleport back to where, or he can backflip back to where that arrow is. Mm. And I thought, I don't know how that would actually be useful in combat myself, but I've seen him doing it a couple of times. I'm so okay, all right. Well, the computer's using it. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a good like just get out of get move away from yeah, LA get enemy out of and free. just jump out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stuff like that would is, is smart use of, of abilities. What would be good then as well is to expand it out with the instead of having just health potions, have one that lets them use stamina potions, lyrium. And like um, poisons and things yeah. that co- like have a yeah, button. Yeah. What I would love is a button that said, uh, "Like go football. Like use anything I've got yeah. in my inventory. Just use it because we yeah. need to do as much damage as we can yeah. for this fight. Like just feel free. At least yeah. then they would just get. I mean, we all had this conversation about consumables and like not yes. wanting to use them. If the car- if the- if my NPCs were just using them, oh, I've got I a- wouldn't even care. I've got a great example of that. Yes, not working. Not working. Yeah. Dragon Age 2, I think it is, and yeah. you go to the bone pit and yes, you got to fight pit. the dragon. Yeah. And the dragon is just so freaking oh. powerful. Yeah, that was a And he just sits up on the ledge yeah. and takes fireballs at you and you can't damage him. So you got to kite. <sighs> yeah. So I'm kiting around the map and he lobs a fireball at me and, of course, my party members that are following me run into his fireball mm. and then they stop. To drink health potions, potions. and get hit by the next fireball and kill, and then drink health potions, yeah. and then yeah. oh my god! 
So that yeah, doesn't that always is, work either. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Or maybe just some more control. Like, oh, you can always put them on dummy, I suppose. And yeah. Just put them on. No, but then that's dummy. too much micromanagement. Yeah. So it's got an. It's either got to not be an action RPG, and it's got to be a proper turn-based RPG. Mm. It says, this is your turn, what do you want to do? This is your turn, what do you want to do? And you give all of your party the commands all the time. Yeah. Or, yeah, that, and that's the problem with action RPGs and squad mates. Yes. Or party members. It's the same thing with Mass Effect. They don't, they don't, have, they don't have any situational awareness. No. And no matter how good you make the AI scripting that the, part, the player can give to them, yep. there will always be situations where the AI scripting acts really stupidly, like yeah, that one. Like that one. When you're on less than 20% health drink health potion. Unless you're standing in line of a dragon's fireball, in that case, run away and then drink the health potion. potion. Uh, I didn't, yes. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Because it was interesting coming, like when I played Origins for the first time, I'd come off the back of... Neverwinter Nights. Yeah, Baldur's Gate. You know, yeah. I'm like, boom, yeah, tactical RPG, getting in there, doing it. It was a little bit action-y, like you could zoom into the character, but I never really used that the first playthrough. No. When I did it, I was mostly all no, just in the top view, yeah, clicking around view. and what. Yeah. And then Dragon Age 2 came out, and I was profoundly disappointed with that. I really didn't like it when it first I came was, out. Yeah, I was really surprised when I played it, how much I enjoyed it. Because I hated yeah. it. I, like you, I was really disappointed when it first came out. Yeah. Oh, but this time when you came back. But this back, time when I came back, yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. I started, I, you know, you play that little intro part where Barrack's telling the story and you're yes. like super OP. Yes. And I, so I picked a rogue. I played uh, Magician on my first playthrough. Yeah. Went for a rogue, figuring, you know, rogue, rogue, we'll, we'll see how yeah, that goes. Yeah. And I'm like going around, oh, taking yes. guys so out. Ordering like, them. I'm going, wow, this is awesome. I and love gotta, this game. You got to dodge Bethany's boobs all the time. You do. So they are just going all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then and Cassandra says, I don't believe you. It's like, oh. <laughs> And then it goes back to what you're actually going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great little intro to that game and give you a, uh, a tutorial on how the mechanics um, work and powerful. stuff. And yeah. 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 That was, you know, where you're going to be at the end of the game kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that was really fun. I really uh, enjoyed the being in control of just the one kind of person and just going around taking yeah, yeah. rather than being that I'm like oh, I, I, and I hated this party. the first time around so I think it shows the the other games that we've been playing in the yeah, influenced yeah now you come back and go oh it's actually kind of maybe a little bit ahead of its time because we haven't seen that many tactical RPGs come out no and not since to be honest yeah. uh, Pillars of Eternity scratched my itch Yes. For that kind of game. Because they went yeah. right back and said, okay, let's do it and let's do yeah, it. Yeah, every Hardcore. character gets their turn and yep. you control every character. So I was satisfied because I got that experience that I yeah. wanted. Um, so that was that was very conflicting. Very conflicting. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because what you just talk about, you know, about the squad, when you do action, you got to have smart squad mates and they definitely aren't up to that no, level not, yet. And which is funny because the enemy AI can seem to be smarter than your squad mate AI. It seems that way. I don't know if that's... But it's probably just because you're watching it, whereas, yeah. whereas you're not watching what your squad mates are doing. Because the tactical view in, in 2 and 3 yes, garbage. And I yes, they are. Pref- I didn't even realise... it's not a floating camera. No. Uh, I thought it's, it doesn't zoom out far enough for yes, a start. Yes, it doesn't zoom out far enough. And it's not a floating camera that I can just move where yeah, I want. this is and where I want to be. In number no. 3, I didn't... I don't know if I realised it, but when I played it again, I was looking at it and I'm like, it's actually an invisible character that you're yes. running around yes. on the ground. It can't even go yes. up cliffs no. and things. You're like, no. what is this rubbish? Yes, it was really Absolute bad. Rubbish. It was really bad. It's actually really because I I played Inquisition with a with a controller oh, the yes. first time around. Yep. 
um, which seemed to work really well. And this time, I didn't want to get the controller out, so I just used my keyboard. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is actually not as good to play. Yeah, well, no, the, the controller for your power mappings was really quite good. Yeah, I didn't have... So, yeah, three buttons and then R2 and then the other three buttons to give you... So, yeah. you had six powers mapped at any one time. Which is really... Which is pretty quite powerful. Cool. Yeah. And they're all linked to different cool, their own individual cooldowns and then they're just linked to your mana pool or your stamina pool. Yep. Or, yep. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was definitely, you can see, well... I guess number four is going to be just as action orientated. I did just find it boring just pressing X, 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 X. I'm spinning my magic staff. Compared to Mass Effect yes. and Destiny, where you're running Any around with a gun and reloading attack. gun, and it's just yes. so much better than, yeah, mm -hmm. auto attack. Fire my, fire, fire my staff, fireball at that enemy. And that's probably a problem with all three of those games. Um, yes. And this is mostly actually with two. Um, Doing the rogue, I'm like standing around waiting for my abilities to come off cooldown. Yes, all yeah. the time. I'm like, this it's all about managing the order that you use your abilities and boring. when you use your abilities. So boring. So I installed a mod that cuts your cooldowns to half. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's a it different fun. game. Yeah. It's just like, well, instead of managing your cooldowns, you're now managing your stamina because right. you just burn through your yeah. stamina too fast. Yeah, which I think is more interesting because now I have, I have an array of abilities I can use, but maybe I can only use two of them. Yeah. You know, and I, oh, if I use this one, then I can follow up this one in a few minutes when my stamina regenerates and stuff. Yeah. It's just a, I found that it was a lot more enjoyable to run well, around. Well, you see, I found that. that with Inquisition, I played a Kinari Rogue, a female Kinari Rogue okay. for my second playthrough on Insanity. And so that was quite difficult, but I found that the Rogue was so powerful. Yeah. And I was, it was basically, I, I do this button and this button and this button and they're dead. Yeah. So then it's choosing my targets to do this button, this button, and this button, this button, this button. It was quite good. Okay. I really okay. found it quite enjoyable. I haven't sort of. I want to try a rogue. I found that a lot more see. enjoyable than standing back with my wizard going. Yeah. Staff, 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 staff. Spell. Staff, 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 staff. Spell. Yep. Yep. I found dagger, dagger, dagger. Slit their throat. Dagger, <laughs> dagger, dagger. Slit their throat. Much more. Fun. Maybe that's more interesting. Yeah. And, and getting covered in blood. There's so much blood. Bloody dragon age. There is. Especially number one, man. It's just everywhere. It's covered blood, in blood. And then blood. the cutscene plays and you're still and covered, covered in, in blood. blood. <laughs> Fantastic. Which is so realistic. It's exactly what would happen. You would be literally covered in blood if yes. you fought like that. Yes. That's how it would work. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't find, though, with the half cooldowns on Dragon Age 2 that the game wasn't, I don't think, any easier. Okay. I was playing on hard. Yep. Um, and I didn't. Because you ran out of stamina so fast yeah, anyway. so that still monitored your ability usage. It just kind of just yeah. changed the, I guess, the feel of the game felt faster because yeah. I had things to use. I'd have to yeah, think rather than just- didn't have to wait for the cooldowns. Ching, ching, like just always auto-attacking. You're just like- oh. and The auto-attacking is really boring. The auto-attacking is actually it, really boring. It is at least more interesting in the later ones. Like the animations are, are, yes. are more interesting. Yeah. But, you know, I- But yeah, I found the- I don't- Because I, I never played a warrior in- Inquisition. I only played a rogue and a yep. wizard, but I found the rogue's auto attack more interesting. Yeah, because it was more about positioning. With with the wizard, you just stand there and use and your just staff. The rogue it. is more about positioning to make sure I'm always behind them. Yeah, and so I'm actually shuffling a bit. And by the time I've shuffled a bit, my recharges. I'm looking cool forward down, to cool down. playing a rogue. I won't do it for the DLC because I've already got my tune, obviously leveled up, ready to go for that. Oh, yeah, but I yeah. want to try a rogue out in that one and just get a comparison across yeah. all three to see if it's yeah. as fun. Uh, so I don't know that they've made the combat any better across the three. No, it's I still feel very Dragon Agey. But there's characters. The characters in Dragon Age Inquisition are so good. 
like you mean you're, I hate you're, I hate Sarah. I didn't really use it very much. Sarah. I didn't use it because I hated her. Yeah, I found Cole a little odd, but I liked the concept. I just don't think it was executed it was so well. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but like, Dorian no. and Cassandra and yep. Iron Bull and Barry. Yep. Oh, it's so good adventuring with those guys. Even Solus is good because he's so yeah, stuck up. Yeah, even Solus. Yeah, it was. Yep. It was just great. Yep. hanging out with those guys. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I definitely think. Well, actually, and I. Uh, I don't know, Dragon Age 1 had, you got, um, obviously, Morrigan. Morrigan, yes. And, and uh, Alistair. Alistair. Shale. Yeah, and, the Canary guy. Um, Sten. Sten, he was. It. I never Sten. knew Sten that much, but he's got a good, plays a good straight man on it. Uh, oh, and uh, Liliana. Yes. And uh, I'm trying to remember the bloody elf's name. Uh He's always trying to sex everyone up. <laughs> I don't remember the elf. No, it's not, I've lost it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But you have the 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 the, the Ativan Crow assassin elf. Yeah, it was Zevran. 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 Yeah, yeah. Lots of. In, I even love um uh, when you first meet uh, the dwarf and his son who does all the enchanting for you. Oh, enchantment! Um, enchantment! You know, yes. and they show up in Dragon Age Two as well. Like, uh, there's yeah. lots of good side characters in yep. it. Um, two, I don't remember them as well. I find them a little who bit more one-dimensional. Who are they in two? There's Meryl, the Welsh elf. Elf. Yep, who's a blood mage. Yeah. There's Varric, of course. Uh, Aveline, the guard. Yeah, she's okay. No, yeah, she's a bit. Well, she's a bit stuck up, but that's kind of yeah. her character, though. That's which is fine. Um, yeah. Anders is good again. He's in Anders. Awakenings. You first meet him yeah. in, in Awakenings. He's good in that. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've got Ogren as well from Number One. Oh yeah, the dwarf. The dwarf. Yeah. 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 Then there's that elven slave, who's uh, difficult um, to manage. Fenris. Yes, I do like him actually. He's difficult to manage. He though. is, but like I just. I enjoyed the character, like the idea of this um, mage, you know, elf that yeah. is very valuable to his master and yeah. Yeah. all these tattoos. He's got put lyrium tattoos uh, on him and stuff. I thought that was really cool. Like, then there's Bethany and Carver, or Bethany or Carver. Carver. I haven't really... Until I played they cark it. Female one, yeah. Does Bethany die as well if you... You, you can know, save both of them if you do the right things. Oh, but really? it's actually tough to do the right things. You can save Carver from the, yeah, yeah. the beginning. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not in the beginning. One of them always dies. Whichever one's the oh, same. Yeah, okay. Whichever yep. one's the, the same, same class as you yep. die. Oh, if you're a wizard, Bethany always dies. Yeah. If you're a rogue, a rogue or a fighter, Carver always dies. dies. Yep. But they both get the blight in the deep roads. Oh, so whether you've got Bethany yep. or Carver, they'll get the blight in the deep roads. Yeah. And you can save both of them. Okay. But you've got to do things in a very specific order to be able to save them. Oh, interesting. And it's really quite tough. I managed to do it the first playthrough just because I'm a completionist. I managed to do all <laughs> the things I needed to do in order to save them. Okay. Carver. Yep. And his attitude changed once I saved him, which was oh. kind of nice when he comes back right at the end of the game. Okay. So he's yeah, now yeah. a grey warden. Yep. And he doesn't resent you as much. He still resents you. Yeah. But not as much. He's like he's matured a heap. Okay. When he comes back at the end of the game, which I really oh, liked. I thought it was a nice touch. Interesting, because I didn't like, yeah, well, we're not supposed to like Carver. You're not Carver. supposed to like Carver. He's mum's favourite, yeah. you know, and whatnot. Yeah, and he does not like you. No, no, because you're the mage and yeah. has, you know. Yeah. So I haven't done much with Bethany yet, but yeah. Yeah, Bethany stays Bethany the whole way through. So she's mm. supportive of you and yep. 
which uh, kind of because you sense. all have to look after her because she's the mage. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, she's the one that should be. Yeah, that's caused everybody to have to leave and yep. cause all the problems. Yeah, and you can sort of take that tack with her in the conversations. If you take like the third option, it can be a little bit. Meh, you see a mage and always yeah. protect you and yeah. be basically Carver's role in that one. Yeah, uh, and the, and there's the pirate um, Isabella. Isabella, who's yeah. funny, but I just because she's so provocatively dressed all the time. I kind of don't take it seriously. With the blood-stained linen bodice. Yeah. And it's always covered in blood because she's a dual dagger-wielding <laughs> rogue. Every time I'm talking to her, yeah. her boobs and her bodice well, are covered in blood. Yeah. It's just How can I get my perv on when she's covered in yeah. blood? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just never took it. Like, it just didn't feel realistic. Well, she's a massive flirt. Yeah, that's But she's an interesting fine, character. But-, but so you know the stuff that she's done at the end of the chapter three you've played it through haven't yeah you? yeah and you've played to... it through with because isn't Isabella it's a, you can actually not get Isabella in your party I think well you've got to go help her out yeah and if you she's... don't help her out she doesn't join your party I thought that might be the case I, yeah. I helped her out yeah sort of thing so, yeah. but yeah you know she's stolen the book yeah what book can, is it again so she's stolen the the Cune oh that's the, right the, the Arashok's oh, copy of the Cune what a church and so that there's so many outcomes to that is there? Westline. Oh, really? Yeah, so I was – you can turn her turn her over to the Arashok. Yeah. Or she actually – she just – she leaves. Ah. And she either stays left oh. if she doesn't like you. Okay. she doesn't come back and you've got to deal with the Arashok. Yep. Or if you've made her like you enough, she comes back and feels guilty. Oh. And then you can make her fight the Arashok instead of you fighting the Arashok. Okay. There's like six or seven okay. different outcomes okay. to how that goes. It's incredible. That's a really good storyline. Yeah, man. it's really – Involved storyline. Hmm. I don't know. But I ran around with Isabella and Varric a lot, and they're so funny. They've got a good banter they going on. They've got very good banter, yeah. and they, they egg each other on. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's quite good. Still, I think she could have been a better character if they just took a bit more care. No, I I thought she was great. I liked her. The sexy sea pirate. She's a stereotype. She's a massive stereotype. Yeah. I agree just with too, that. I mean, like, Morgan was the sexy witch from the wild, but she had a more... I, Felt that at least her outfit sort of fitted for who she is, being that she's like isolated, doesn't see people. Well, she's got no boobs either. Yeah, that doesn't does that make a difference. Does that make a, does that make a difference? Yeah, it's a good if question. She had a big cleavage. She would have been much more sexualized. Uh, it's more like the high slit up the side, and you can see her underwear and stuff. I felt it just makes her look trampy, as opposed to just sexy. She's just like oh, a, okay. a trampy sea. Oh, well, you see, I got her. Thing. I got her lover's outfit. And says she looks much classier. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Her lover's outfit makes her look much classier. Uh, yeah. Yes. Maybe yeah. I'm just being dismissive. Yeah. Judging a book by its cover. Judging a book by its cover. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, I mean, it definitely more interesting characters, I think, the Mass Effect's pulled out. And maybe even more than like, uh, than um, Neverwinter Nights. I don't really remember yeah, any yeah, characters no, Neverwinter Nights. Yeah, they are. You didn't have the companion sort of stuff going on, though. It didn't have the... Yeah, you did. They have banter and yeah, stuff, yeah, though? Yeah, there was banter and never went to nights. I don't yeah. really remember any of it then. No. It's not... A, well, it's not... A, it's slower. Yeah. Because it's got the tactical combat, it's a slower game. So yeah, overall. You're right, I don't remember it as much. Uh, yeah, you're right, because um, Baldur's All, Gate 2 had What the, I do remember, however, this sticks mm. really clearly in my mind, was playing Baldur's Gate, yeah. the first one, way back, whenever that was... And I'm going along, and suddenly the halfling, the, the chaotic evil halfling and the chaotic evil wizard, Monteron and 
Oh, whatever. Yeah. They started talking to each other by themselves. Oh. That had never happened before in a game. Yeah, yeah and right. I remember how much that blew me away. Yeah, yeah. my party members have just started talking, talking to each other. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, that blew me away. That was really that is really astounding good. when they did it. Yeah, when the first that was the first time they did it. Yep, yep, yep. And that was a staple from then on. Was the party banter? Yeah, I mean, Minx was. Yes. Infinitely awesome in number two. Yeah. I can't remember who else was your companions. You had the the elf chick you actually from the carnival. There was Yush- Yoshimo, the Japanese warrior. Uh, I never played guy. Too. And he was he you know betraying you. Oh, good. Lovely. Uh and there was the one the there was one from number one who came back again and she was super annoying. Jahira. Jahira, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But that's about all I remember of all my companions. Oh, the Red Wizard. There was a Red Wizard, I think, as well. Oh, very nice. He was definitely a little bit chaotic. There's a drow priestess in one of the Baldur's Gates as well. Mm. See, not as... Man, this was so long ago. Maybe that's why I don't remember oh, them. Yeah. Maybe that's not fair comparison to make. No, it's a long time ago. But yeah. yeah, and they're getting better and better at making the cam- characters more memorable. Well, they definitely. were. Then they did uh, Andromeda. <sighs> characters weren't really as memorable or endearing. No, they're not. They're not bad, but they're not no. Garrison. And yeah, Varric and you can't and, even say it because the first time you've met them necessarily. Because Alistair and Morrigan going at it was just imp- yeah, and that's the first, first time you've met see them. them. Yeah. Within like five seconds of meeting each other, they're like you know they're getting at each other's throats. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah, and really smart. And like same with Anders in uh, Awakenings. Yeah. Um, he's really good uh, with uh, Rendon Howe's son is one of your party members okay yeah Nathaniel that's a nice character as well because he's like he'd been like sent away uh, to fight in the free somewhere in LA maybe free marches yeah in the free marches maybe anyway he wasn't what, around yeah. for the whole thing to go so he, he went away worshipping his father comes uh, back and then okay. all of a sudden you've murdered his father uh, and taken over his land yeah. so he's like coming to kill you and stuff so you yeah. got to like Convert him over, yeah. bring him to your side, and show him the error of his ways, kind of thing. So that was a nice uh, little arc for him as well. Yeah, and uh, Anders and Ogren going at it, you know, and Ogren's just such a. You get the dwarf female. You have a dwarf the female. Dwarf. Um, uh, one of the dead, the dead legion. She's yeah, one of those yeah, with yeah. The tattoos on her face, and okay. Ogren's trying to hit on her all the time, and she's just like. Oh, can you disgust me? And then when you say these things again, kind of thing. I mean, for those two to come to blows in, in like a yeah. fight would be excellent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, lots of good characters. They definitely got better. Yeah. As they yeah. went through, they do characters well. Mm, definitely, definitely. So what's Dragon Age Four going to be about? Have they done any? I I didn't look. I haven't heard anything. Okay. It's probably well. The other ones have all been self-contained stories. So yeah, probably going to be a self-contained. Although Cassandra is in. Two and yeah, there's two and a little bit of connective three. tissue there, yeah, like uh, like the dwarves tissue. that show up in Kirkwall because yeah. they're fleeing the blight at the same yeah, time yeah, and there stuff. There is some connective um, tissue, but not like Mass Effect One, Two, and Three, where you come no. on the Shepherd and oh, is well in posse. in Inquisition, you have Hawk shows up in it. Yes, and yes. <sighs> they talk about the hero of Ferelden, but the hero doesn't show up, does he? No, Alistair shows up if he's still yeah. alive. Yeah. And I think the hero shows up if Alistair's the drunk. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I remember there's some. There's my save game too many threads up. again. Uh, there's too yeah. many threads for what outcomes can happen. I don't. Yeah, my save game didn't work. So my hawk was male. Okay. Which really just bugged the shit out of me because I'm like, this isn't the game that I'm playing. Uh, my hawk is my female. Hawk female. And so was my. Um, of course, my my um, my character. warden is as yep. well. 
you know, and they're yeah. not right. Yeah. 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 So I killed Hawk because he was, he was the wrong gender. Yeah. <laughs> Screw yeah. you. With the, what was that thing called? The despair demon. Was it a despair yeah, demon? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's, yeah, I hope it's, again, it's somewhere separate, maybe up in with um, the Magisters up in Deventa. Oh, yeah, okay. Maybe dealing with a Canari invasion because there's been a lot of talk about the Canari, yeah. you know, yeah making moves and stuff. And if you're going to go, now it's time to do it after they've had the blight and yeah. all that going on, you know. I'll be back in Ferelden again. Yeah. No, because, well, Tewinter's way up north, isn't it? So it's too far away yeah. to be there. I definitely want to see some more Tewinter ma- Magisters. I mean, where magic is not uh, the so outcast. Well, yeah. that's one thing they've had every single time. It's always been this thing about the Templars versus the mages yeah, the, the and the mages. circle and yeah, stuff, yeah. you know. So yeah. be good to go somewhere where that doesn't that exist. Tension doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah, and then maybe see, you know, if you put mages in charge, what happens? Yeah, yeah. It has that got me be- out to play the DLC though. Looking at these again, so yeah. Trespasser and Descent, and yeah, I'm not so much to. Jaws of Hakon. That's just running around with some barbarians and killing oh, a dragon. Okay. I'm not so but descent, going back and doing some darkspawn. Yep. Find out what's going on there, and then definitely Trespasser. But we have to play Trespasser last. That's because that finishes the game. Trespasser off. finishes the game and locks your game out. So that's so do the other two first and then do to have something that finishes the game is DLC. I'm profoundly well, yeah. annoyed by that. Yeah, yeah. It is. It should have been the game. But then of course if they did finish the game, they couldn't have released more DLC. Well, so that was always their plan was to finish the story with a dip bit of DLC. I don't Money like grubbing that. bastards. And this is what annoyed me going back um, to try to play some of the DLC again. Yeah. My origin, when I bought Dragon Age the first time, I bought it on like the Bioware.com store for yep. the DLC. And yep. so I had, like, I think I, well, since then, I've like re bought Origins like several times. Yeah. I think I got it for free on, on the actual Origin, you know, EA's installer yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatnot. Because they released the Ultimate Edition. Yeah. Um, for Inquisition, it was cheaper for me to go and buy yeah. the whole thing again, the Game yes, of the Year Edition. The than Game buy. of the Year, that's what I did. I bought the Game of the Year Edition to get so all that. So now I have two Dragon Age Inquisitions in, yes. my, in my Origin library. Yes. Which I feel is stupid. But what I find even more stupid is Dragon Age 2. Because it was so poorly received, it yes. never got a Game of the Year edition remake, reboxing up. Oh, so no, you, it didn't, did it? So you have to buy those two bits of DLC separately. Yes. And because I was so unhappy with the game the first time around. You didn't buy them. I didn't buy them. I sailed the high seas and enjoyed them that way instead. Uh, so yes. I don't have them to. Okay. And I'm not spending however much it is. Like I, I got them like, with my Microsoft points, so I got them for free. What? Ha- but don't you have to buy Microsoft points? No, I do the surveys. So, oh, three years with the surveys got me one of the DLCs. That's a lot of surveys. Yeah, it's a lot of surveys. Jeez, let me have a look here. Um, it's only seven. Two? It's only seven dollars or something. Six ninety five. I got it on special with oh, my Microsoft okay. survey points. Ah, oh. that's the, the eight hundred Bioware points. Oh. Market these because you're going to buy ship because because yeah, yeah. why are we going yeah, to buy Bioware points in this day and yeah, age? No, give me a break. <clears throat> and you can only buy them in lots of a thousand, no doubt. So you're going to have 200 Bioware points left over to do nothing uh, with. Yeah, I so say you can actually buy 800 Bioware points. Okay, Sixteen dollars. Sixteen. Sixteen dollars for the DLC no on the way. game. That's like, and I just was saying Steam sales are on at the moment. I bought Dishonored One, uh, Shadows of Mordor, and Pixel Junk Ultimate. Pixel Junk Shooter Ultimate. 
for seven dollars fifty, right? Yeah, that's two three games, full games, full games, three yeah. full games, two AAA games that were released after Dragon Age Two yeah, for less than the cost of, of one DLC. It. That is ridiculous, Bioware or EA or whoever it is. It making should be the free DLC. by now. Like, it should be free. It should actually. If, you if you've it. got the license for the game, it should the DLC. They've made their money back. That DLC should be free. I actually agree with that. And half of these crap is like um, warrior I know, item gear, packs, item and packs. Stuff. Four hundred Bioware points to eight dollars. That should for be free. A- that shit should be free. You've enjoyed the game. We got our money from you. Thank you. Yeah, that's a reward. <sighs> that is just money grubbing, isn't it? Yeah, it's terrible. Yes, yes. It's just so that was. I'm not. I'm not paying playing the Dragon Age no, DLC. I played it I, once. I agree. That's. I don't remember. There was there was one DLC. I think you go down and you meet uh, to Vinter Magister, who's still alive. Um, or something like that. I think you know, no, well, you mean Corifriate, 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 Corey Spit. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's about right. Uh, but he was. He, I remember correctly. Is he's, he's one of the actual Devinter Majors that went to the Golden City in law? Like he was. That's Corifrius. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yes. That was cool. Yeah, and he's been imprisoned by a Grey Warden for like ever since yeah, that and time. You got to this really. You either either you let Corypheus out or Corypheus possesses Great Warden and gets out anyway. Mm. Yeah. So that was the first bit of DLC. And then there's the, the Mark, Mark of the Assassin, Assassin, which has got Felicia Day voicing yeah. the elf, which is quite good. That was good, but I don't remember, I don't remember much about the story. I don't remember how interesting it was. Uh, you got to hunt a, a wyvern. you got to infiltrate the... It's actually a lot of content. Yeah? Yeah. It's a lot of content. Is $16 worth of content? No, it's not $16 worth of content. <laughs> Definitely $6 worth of Microsoft points worth of content, though. Yeah, all right. I don't know. Uh, it's just more of the same. I mean, it, it's it, a little bit like the party in um, Kasumi's Shattered, Stolen oh, yeah. Memory. Shattered Memory. Yep. How they stolen tried something memory. different. Stolen Memory. Yeah. Stolen Memory. Yeah. It's a little bit like that. There's like a party and you got to sneak around and. Learn Do stuff, all things, and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, I mean, uh, Awakenings is pretty big. It's a pretty big expansion, yeah. from what I remember. And even looking into it, I'm looking. Oh, there's quite a bit. Yeah. It's probably like I think maybe I'm going to guess and say like a third to a half of the original games with oh, the wow. content in it. Okay. Like it's significant. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what else stuff. Um, oh, the Darkspawn Chronicles was fun. In right. Origins, because that was yeah. that's where you play as the Darkspawn. Yeah, yeah, okay. uh, and the Attack on Denerim. So that's a good nice little. Yeah. Liana's song was okay, just to hear a bit more of her backstory. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Witch Hunt was nice. That's another one that kind of uh, doesn't really finish off the game. I suppose you just go and you find Morrigan and confront her about whether whether you left, whether depending on how you finished yeah, and killed yeah, that, the dragon, wrap yeah. up that kind of thing, and she disappears through the Illuvian mirror, yeah, kind of thing, um, with her baby or not. I suppose. Uh, yeah. The golems of Aramark was incredibly difficult. Okay. This is, this adventure is extremely challenging, and yes, it yes. was. Even with my yes. fully tanked up warrior, it was That's still challenging. Yeah, the golems just take so much damage. Return to Ostagar was good. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. Going That's back, a lot of DLC for yeah. There's lots of little bits. Yeah, Dragon Age Origins. Wow. It, well, Ostagar's not very long. Lilian's song's not very long, and neither Witch Hunt. They're not. Okay. They're, they're not, not like very long. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, but it's nice to go back to there and recover the king's body, and and I remember and now that you've got this up. Yeah. I remember this was the first game that had advertising for the DLC in the game. Uh, yeah, had a little news and stuff. No, Warden's mm-hmm. Keep. There was an NPC in the game oh, at a really? campsite 
that took you to Warden's Keep but said you have to buy the DLC. Yeah, because the guy comes to your yeah. camp and then... Yeah, oh. there's actually an NPC character in the game trying to sell you the DLC. Wow. I remember what, that now. What was good about Soldier's Peak is... Um, Oh, sorry, well, Warden's, Warden's Keep is in the DLC, but yeah. Soldier's Peak's where the, the location where, is. Yeah. You finally get a party chest uh, when you've got that, which yes. is so desperately needed in that yeah. game. So yeah. that's annoying as part of the DLC. Um, yeah. And also I thought it would be, again, I just, I guess, desperately want something where I can build my own castle. Yeah. Because like, there's yeah. an implication there that you would be able to yeah, yeah. like it, take over it and build it up as another Grey Warden base, you want it. Yeah. which they end up doing in Awakenings kind of thing with... Okay, with, yeah. You know, they kind of did it there instead, but yeah. Um, and Stone Prisoner, which you get shale. Yeah, yeah. And that's only really... So I've got all of that. Such. I should play through it completely at some point. It, would, it won't take you long oh, okay. to well, knock through them all. Yeah. Like, I oh, well, Awakenings it. will. That's that's a yeah. serious... But the other ones are all really short. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like lots of good DLC for that. But it's just... What I like about DLC now, and I see from like... When it, when it first started to come out, like you went from expansions... Yes. to DLC was now I've got to buy more little pieces of the game yes. but now on this flip side coming back and trying to play an old game how do you get a game with all of that DLC in it ready to go like yeah. Yeah. if two you can't do it there's nothing you can buy that has like this is the game in its entirety there's not like a, uh, you know you could buy like the Starcraft box yeah Yep. You know, all Diablo 3 box with like all the Diablos, yeah. all the expansion. Here yeah. here it all is in one big thing. Uh, please enjoy. Why are we not seeing more well, of that? Well, isn't that the game of the year edition? Is that what that's supposed to be? I suppose. But even that, like they don't seem to always have all the... Let me have a look. Let me see my Inquisition one, right? If I've actually got... And some of them, are, I find some of those ones, the introduction to the DLC is really clunky and awkward. Yeah. It's like the Inquisition... Uh. Yep. An NPC doesn't come up to you and talk to you. It's just a note on the war table okay. saying, oh, we can now go to the Avar lands. Like I would much ah. have preferred there have been an NPC, Avar tribesman, come and said, can you come and help us out? Yep. Like there is... But not well, in the game making you buy the DLC, which I just complained about. Which is Once you've bought it, it, it actually runs yeah. this little sequence and the guy comes up and talks to you. Well, I it does that. Uh, for Shale, I think there's another part you go to first, which then tells you, you meet a merchant on the road as a random right. encounter yep. and you can buy the control rod off him and then you go get the location right. where Shale is. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't remember the other ones. I think the Return to Ostagar, uh, Return to Ostagar is also another another thing that pops up in the game and says yep. you can now go back and yeah. and go there and stuff. So it is kind of, if, when you've got it all purchased, yep. it feels like it's one cohesive It feels better, but yeah, game. just feel at the end of the game and then, Yep. I found the same thing a little bit with Mass Effect though. Once I'd finished it, it now you can go to... Sort of fit it in as well. Yeah. Whereas they should release them so this is actually after the end of the game. Yeah, so, so that's now chronologically... Now this new thing's happening and now you've got to sense. go deal with this. Like the arrival. Uh, yeah. Mass Effect, the arrival was definitely after you'd finished Mass Effect yep. 2. Yep. yep. Yeah, the arrival was sense. actually chronologically ordered after you'd finished everything with the suicide mission. Yep. So for Origins, I'm still missing Feast Day Combo Pack crap. Like, they're only small ones, but I don't have all the DLC, even though I own the Ultimate okay. Edition. So you don't have the the cosmetic items. Yeah, and stuff like... I did have everything else by the looks of it, though. But they were free, weren't they, anyway? Feast Day gift packs and stuff? They might have been at the time. Now they want 160 the buy points for them. Oh, okay. So yeah, altogether, probably like they want like $8 for I it. I think they were free at the time. 
Now, Dragon Age 2, I'm missing, obviously, stacks of it. Because I didn't, there's no game. Oh, yeah, look at it. all of that. And then you're missing. Yeah. Bits and pieces. I uh, know, but Inquisition, though, you're right. I did get everything. Everything, everything. is unlocked when I yeah. bought it. I got the whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, so that's good. Be- and even the equipment packs and stuff was all unlocked. The yes. bog, The yes. bog unicorn, the red stag, the flames yeah. of the Inquisition. So that was good. That's what the Game of the Year edition should be. Yeah. The only two here are this is the soundtrack, and this one here is the English, English voice. English voice. Yeah. Which I'm not sure. I thought I already had the English voice. Unless it's like British English accented. Uh, voiceover pack I don't know why no it's for the Korean and stuff but it says the English voiceover pack yeah yeah it's so oh so if you bought the Korean version yeah, of the game you, you can, can download that to get the English yeah. one oh, okay that, make, that yeah. kind of makes sense I suppose yeah. but what I find really mm. hilarious is you've gone there and you've got this one nice little thing on the PlayStation Store yeah there's Dragon Age Inquisition Game of the Year Edition Dragon Age Semicolon Inquisition G-O-T-Y Edition Oh. Dragon Age Inquisition hyphen game. There's all these different ways of spelling exactly the same thing, and they're all coming up as different products. Really, it's really store. messy really? in the PlayStation store. Yeah. Wow. Okay, if anyone's doing it on PlayStation, put Dragon Age Inquisition in and look how messy Jeez. it is, and Jeez. try and work out what what's the content that you need to get and what's the content that you haven't got. That's it. I think that maybe that's more my, more my point is I wanted it to tell me like. Buy this product and you will get everything in it. Yeah. Like you have to go game of the year edition. Okay, what does the game of the year edition have? Actually what it doesn't have? have? Yeah. Is that going to be? Does it include awakenings? Yeah. You know and stuff. Yeah. I just. Yeah. Mm, so I'm wondering how much more fragmentation we're going to see with our games going yeah. forward. If it doesn't do well, then they don't get a game of the year edition. Then they don't get a roll up of all the stuff. To make it like the new, the new game. Roll ups um, are good. I like roll ups. Roll ups. So there is one little thing to go back to Andromeda just quickly, just before we finish the podcast yeah. for the night. I saw an article, I think it was only up today, that the DLC for Andromeda doesn't look like it's going to be happening now. Okay. Is that like a more of – because I've seen like speculation and rumors about that, but some sort of official word? No, it's still not official. Okay. It's just more speculation and rumors. Okay, yeah, sure. That the people that are still working on Andromeda are only working on Apex missions. And I think something, even this last Apex mission says it's the last Apex mission or something like that. There's, it could all just be hor- horrendous speculation, but I did yeah, read something today. I wouldn't, that the, I wouldn't put it the past hopes it. for the uh, Quarry and DLC have been dashed or something like that, it said. And it seems if Anthem's been getting a positive reception, they're diverting their resources, just, any resources that they have. Because that, that has to be a success. Yeah, if that's not a the success, then they're not going to... And they've got to get it out quickly too. Or on time. Yeah, on time. Yeah. yeah. That's what, yeah. Well, it's already been delayed, I think. It has already, already been so, delayed. But that's to yeah. be expected. Yeah. Um, and it had nothing to do with Andromeda. Yeah, right. It had nothing to do with Andromeda. Yeah. I mean, you've got to think some of the resources, but when at that crunch time, some resources got diverted from it. But like, I mean, again, being late is not exactly a... No, it's nothing new. Nothing new. Yeah. The only thing we didn't talk about, Tony, was anything about the story. You know, in a Dragon Age. Do you have anything to say on the story? I mean, which one? They're all different stories. They though. are different stories. Yeah. I like the stories. I have no problem. I've heard just uh, the reason I ask is that when I was reading up on these, a lot of people were criticizing your origins for just being a Lord of the Rings ripoff. Oh, okay. Which, yeah, I can see that. There's elves and dwarves, and you've got Darkspawn, which are orcs. Yeah, but know, the guy betrays the king right at the start of the game, and the king gets killed, and. That's not Lord of the Ringsy at all. No, but that's very generic fantasy 
kind of thing, I suppose. Well, everything's no, there's fantasy. only three stories okay. in the world that just keep getting yeah. retold in right. different formats. So we have a similar opinion on that. Then I thought it was a good a good riff on those common tropes and themes. Yeah. I thought it was presented in a way that was interesting. Yeah. Um, and with with number two, I really liked the comp- the city was bland as crap. Yes, and, it like, was. Environments yes. were terrible, but I liked the idea of having a city that goes through time. Yes. Just one. I just hated the ending. No matter whether you sided yeah. with the Templars or the Wizards, the Templars were always right. Yeah, and I'm I very just hated that pro wizard. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm pro wizard all the time because yeah. I'm always playing a wizard. Mm. But <laughs> the Templars are scared that the wizards are going to turn into demons, and so we got to stop them before they do it. And so the wizards go, "Well, in order to beat the Templars, we've got to turn into demons so we can beat them." Yeah. Ah, uh, that uh, just really bothered yeah. me. That was a poor bit of I kind of liked the fact that the High Templar had gone nuts because of the lyrium she was using. That was cool little... That was nice. I liked that. But then the fact that Orsinio turns himself into a demon no matter what, that I was didn't like that. Silly. To take the high I ground, I thought that Orsinio. was a bad choice I made. Not no, that it was he actually... doesn't no matter what you do. That's scripted into the game. So, yeah, the Templars are actually always right no matter what you do. Yeah, they could have. Orsino should have taken the higher ground. Yeah, he should have sacrificed himself to yeah. prove that we don't do this. Yeah. This is not, and then it would have made the with the Templars seem like the evil guys. Yeah, that they, which not, they, they not actually really, are because uh, she's nuts. Yeah, she is in that particular case. Yeah, and the it's, Templars it's, are evil. It's in that general, end but. fight. If you depending on what decisions you make, various people come to help you in that end fight again. I can't remember what her name is now. Uh, Catherine, something like that. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. Templar some other like some Templars can disagree with her and realize that oh, she's okay. gone they nutty. Come and help they come and help well. you try and fight her. Yeah, but yeah, it was a quite a good fight. I liked the fight. I was just really disappointed that they all turned into abomin. All the majors turned into, into abominations. abominations. Yeah, and there's nothing you can do about it to stop them. Yeah, yeah. So the Templars were actually right all along. All the forty years of history that you've been playing in this town, yeah, they actually turned out that they were right all along. Well, I mean, Anders is. is an abomination, and he blows up. Yeah, like, a terrorist attack and stuff. Like I didn't like the Anders stuff so much. It really bothered me because Anders is the only healer in the bloody game. Ah, uh, and you kind of and you kind of can't like if you want a healer, you can't cut him loose. But he's just he's just freaking blowing up the temple without telling you about it. Yeah, so, bit of a dick move, Anders. Yeah, massive that kind of dick fits move for his character though. It does. That you get? Yeah, you know. Uh, but improvements uh, again. Proven Templars right. Wizards are dangerous and should be locked up. Yeah, yeah. So Dragon Age 2 is quite interesting. It's very political sort of. And then Inquisition. I don't know. I don't know what how I felt about Inquisition. I'll reserve judgment until I see this Trespasser. proper ending. Yeah, Trespasser. And back. I, I like that massive spoiler that Solus is actually, you the, know. That, well, we don't actually know for a fact because we haven't played Trespasser, but I'm assuming that's what Trespasser is. Yeah. I thought so. Uh, that's why I presume he's actually the trickster god. Yeah, yeah. and it's just yeah, come yeah. back in mortal form. It'd be good to get a bit more concrete on the law being real as opposed to being like because whenever these games are, there's always an implication that the gods are real, but you don't get yes. so much of a, a confirmation proof. on that. Yeah. It's always in the past the gods were yeah. active, and now they're never. But I like it when you kind of got that a little bit in Baldur's Gate Two, where you were the son of a of yeah, the Lord Baal, of Baal, and the, yeah. the essence. So there was a you know, yes, I am. Gods are real, and they physically act in the yeah. world. So let's see that. Like you get in Origins, you find Andraste's ashes. Yeah. So she was a real person who yeah. really did exist. So yeah. Now, and you think to Vintermage, yeah. who went to it and got all messed up because yeah. of it. You know. Yeah. So 
more of yeah, that, bringing more of those city. real things yeah. into the world and those showing stories. the gods are messing with us. Yeah. And, yeah. You know. There wasn't as much of that in Inquisition, actually, now that you point that out. It was just the rift. and I guess it depends on how Well, Corypheus, but the Corypheus stuff was all in the Dragon Age 2 DLC yes. rather than you don't get to them explaining about- who Corypheus was actually in yeah, Inquisition. Yeah, that's actually a really good point, isn't it? Yeah. And, I mean, if, if Solus really is a... As he's a god, then he's yeah. in your party messing with you, yeah, in yep. your party as well. So, and there's this of- really nice, um, YouTube compilation of all the snide comments he makes throughout the game that you don't <laughs> even notice. Oh, really? But in hindsight, oh. it, like he talks about how he always liked, we really liked Wolf, he thought Wolves were pretty clever, and yeah, all sorts of little snide okay. comments like that that he, giving away his, his identity. He leads you to the castle, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Skyhold. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. I thought so. So he's—they're definitely he's taking active part in our world. So yeah. where else are they messing around with us? That could be. Well, we'll find out, in and Dragon we'll Age. get to talk about it some more. In yes, Dragon Age Trespasser. Trespasser. Uh, Until next week. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Luke. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet.